Hello and welcome to Bible Talk with the West End Church of Christ. My name is Eric Craig and with me today is Milton Perry. We're glad to have everyone joining us for another episode of Bible Talk. We're in episode number 32. We want to talk about the fact that Jesus bore your sins. You know, sometimes I think we can just be guilty of, you know, we, we hear the story of Jesus so many times and maybe it loses its great impact on us. Um, it shouldn't. It shouldn't ever get old. Um, but at the same time, maybe sometimes it does. And so I really want us to dive into this in this episode and really think about um, what Jesus did for us and really make this a, a very personal type of episode and thinking about the sacrifice of Jesus. And to do that, I really want to begin with an illustration. Um, you just put yourself in this situation. Imagine that that you committed murder and you're standing before the judge and he gives you exactly what you deserve for that for that action. Um, that the judge comes down with the verdict that that you've you've earned the death penalty and that's what he sentences you to. And no matter how much you regret your actions and no matter how much you say you're sorry, no matter how much you wish that you could undo what's been done, you can't. And there's no one to blame but yourself. And you know that. And you're now faced with the consequences. But then the judge does, does the unthinkable. That the judge then announces that he's going to take your place on death row. He's going to bear the the consequences of your actions. And you start thinking about how that would impact you on a on a personal level to see that kind of sacrifice, that kind of love that was made for you. And you perhaps you you're you're watching as all this unfolds and the day of the execution comes about and you realize you should have been the one that was going through that. In his final words, he simply tells you to take your new opportunity of life that he's given you and to live your life in his honor and to do what's right. And again, you just step back from that and think about how would you react? How would you use that new opportunity for life? You know, would you just go on from a just just go on living however you were living before and just kind of you know focus on on yourself or would you really try to live out that that individual's honor um try to to tell that story of selfless love to other people and now i know that's a that's a made up illustration um but at the same time that's exactly what jesus has done for us that Jesus is our judge, but he is the one who bore our sins. And that's what we want to think about in the course of this particular episode. Before we do, I want to just take a moment and invite you to come and worship God with us. We assemble at 987 West Main Street in Newark, Ohio. Come and join us for Bible study on Sunday mornings at 945 or morning worship on Sundays at 1030 or any other time that we assemble together, you would be our honored guest. If you have a Bible question that you would like to hear answered in a future episode of this broadcast, or if you just like a private response to that Bible question, something you maybe would like to study deeper for yourself, 
You can call or text 740-527-3403, or you can email preacher at thewestendchurch.org. If you're interested in a free Bible study course, we'd love to send that out to you. In the mail, you can, again, call or text that same number, 740-527-3403, email preacher at thewestendchurch.org, or visit www.thewestendchurch.org forward slash Bible study, and you can sign up for that Bible study course on that page. Again, in episode number 32, we're thinking about how Jesus bore our sins, and you think about that illustration that I just mentioned just a moment ago, and I want us to come to 1 Peter chapter uh, 2. Let's let's open our Bibles and invite everybody that's watching or listening to this, if you're able to get out your copy of the Bible and follow along as we want to uh, search the Scriptures together, and we want to think about what God's Word says about how Jesus bore our sins, and we're beginning there in 1 Peter chapter 2. And verses 21 to 25, and Milton, if you'll read that for us, please. Sure. For to this end you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return, when he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. All right, and again, you just really highlight that phrase, I mean, in verse 24, that he himself bore our sins in his body. It's a powerful statement. And you think about how all, everything that was said leading up to that even about how, you know, he didn't commit sin. It wasn't his fault that, that he was there. He wasn't there to provide a sacrifice for his sins, but for yours and mine. Um, so we want to use that text to really go, um, help us through this particular uh, study today. Let's realize you're the one who sinned. It, 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 and we need to make that personal. I'm the one who has sinned. You're the one who has sinned. You know, you start thinking about that illustration again. Um, if you were the one who had committed murder, right? That, that judge had, didn't commit that. But yet, in that illustration, he's the one that bore the consequences of it. Yeah, and I think, Eric, if if that actually happened to you, you would probably just be in unbelief, mm-hmm. maybe even laugh, because you you wouldn't believe that that was actually going to take place, and and something like that would uh, would truly happen. But we can see that that is the very thing that Jesus did for us, that he took our place for the punishment that we deserved. And uh, maybe many times we don't realize the severity of what that punishment actually was that we deserved for our sins. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's not just that, it's not just that we should have been the ones to hang on the cross. 
Because the fact is, we could have hung on the cross and still not have accomplished the forgiveness of our sins because we couldn't make that sacrifice. Um, The fact is that, as Romans 6 and verse 23 tells us, the wages of sin is death. What we deserve because of sin is that eternal separation from God in hell. Yes. And that's a, that's a just and a fair punishment that God would, would give to us. Yes. And, and we'd have received, in fact, the wages mm-hmm. that were due us for the way that we had, had lived. And, uh, as you've said, there, that we wouldn't deserve anything. Um, beyond that, we would only deserve the punishment that we would have received. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the good news, right, is that, that the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord is how that passage finishes out there. Um, you know, and I, I want to go to Romans chapter one because sometimes we tend to think that, well, you know, maybe we've sinned, maybe we've, we've done a few things, perhaps, maybe several things even that, we shouldn't have done, but we kind of tend to dismiss things as, you know, it's not really that big of a deal. Um, and anytime we dismiss sin as being not such a big deal, we really diminish the sacrifice that Jesus made. Um, so I, I just kind of want to look through here in Romans chapter 1, uh, verses 28 um, to 32, and you just kind of notice as you walk through that, um, whole section there about all these different things that people were guilty of and that people are still guilty of. And if we're honest with ourselves as we look through this list, it's things that, that we've all been guilty of. Um, now, as we walk through this, you know, sometimes some of these, you know, really stick out to us as maybe big deal type sins, you know, murder, uh, perhaps one, you know, um, verse 30 talks about hating God, um, inventors of evil, maybe. Right there. So there are a few of these that we just really would elevate as, all right, maybe if we commit those sins that we deserve that kind of eternal separation from God. But you notice that in that same list is greed, verse 29, um, envy, deceit, gossip, uh, slanderers, even disobedient to parents, uh, right? All these things that maybe from a human perspective, we think, well, that's really not such a big deal. But I want to really focus there on verse 32. After all these things that he mentions, he says, although they know God's just sentence, so it's fair that those who practice such things deserve to die. They not only do them, but even applaud others who practice them. So all these things, not just a few of them, all of these things, we deserve to die. Again, put ourselves in that situation because we were there. Nothing we could do could ever make up for our sin. It doesn't matter how big of a deal maybe our society thinks that sin is. If it violates God's law, we could never make an apology great enough to make it right by ourselves. Yeah. I think sometimes, too, Eric, we don't think about the fact that this isn't something that God put together to deal with us as uh, New Testament Christians, let's say, um, and and the things that we have done. This is what God did in the very beginning. 
that this is how he punished Adam. And in order for him to be fair to all mankind, then every individual has to receive the same punishment that Adam and Eve received for their disobedience to God. And so just as they were told that uh, when they would eat of that forbidden fruit, that they would surely die. That is the consequences that have come upon us and the net result that we remain eternally separated and die a spiritual death besides the physical death that came along with the, the sins all the way back at Adam. So it's not something new that has just happened to us, per se. And I think in that you see the the righteousness and the justice of God. This is how he has dealt with mankind from the very beginning, and he has been as fair as he could possibly be, even beyond fair, in that he made a means for atonement so that we didn't have to. Mm-hmm. remain eternally separated from him. And and that's the blessing that we have in the gift, as you uh, mentioned. It's a gift that we didn't deserve, but it's something God gave to us because he loved us and cared about us. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's even though we were on the, the path that should have taken us to hell, Jesus bore our sins. He left heaven. Right, he died to save us. Second Corinthians eight and verse nine talks about how even though he was rich, yet for our sake he became poor, that so that we through his poverty might become rich. Um, again, he didn't have to come here for himself. He came here for for you and for me. And again, you just I don't know. You just think about the the power of the idea that here's the one we're going to stand before in judgment one day. Right. He's gonna he's gonna be on that judgment throne, and yet he's the one who left heaven to die for me, for my sins, so that I might stand before him and be acceptable to him. What a terrible thought, too, to think of facing Jesus and have him asking you, "Why didn't you take advantage mm-hmm. of, of the gift that I offered to you?" And what answer could you possibly have then of of not acting and and receiving the blessings and the gift that God freely offered at, at, while while we were still alive right. and while we could obey uh, His commands and and do what He wanted us to do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got to put ourselves on that final. Judgment Day and that final Judgment Day scene that the Bible pictures for us. And we need to think about, okay, we're going to stand before the one who not only left heaven to come to earth for us, the one who endured the world's hatred, the one who endured so much ridicule, the one who um, faced the devil and um, defeated temptation, the one who, so he knows what it's like to face temptation as we do. Um you know, the one who was spat on for us, the one who was hit, beaten, flogged uh, for our sake, had those those nails driven through his hands and through his feet and was put to death um, and all to to bear our sins. Um, you know, it, it's just it's powerful. And one of my favorite passages is in Romans chapter five that I think really 
connects all these points that we've been talking about pretty well. In Romans 5 and verses um, 6 through 11, really, but you know, it starts out there. For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For rarely will someone die for a just person, though for a good person perhaps someone might even dare to die. Right, so in our society, it's really rare to see somebody give their lives for another, make that ultimate sacrifice. Yes. Maybe if that person is good, maybe somebody will make that sacrifice for them. But again, notice there in verse 6, again, Christ died for the ungodly. That's as opposite as opposite can be. Yes. Yeah. Um, God dying for the ungodly. Um, but verse 8, but God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. How much more then, since we have now been declared righteous by his blood, we will be saved through him from wrath. For if, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, then how much more, having been reconciled, will we be saved by his life? And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received this reconciliation. So right there was the idea, we have been saved from wrath. right The wrath of God that we deserved. Alright, and again, that's just... We have to step back and really think about the power of of these statements, the fact that Jesus did really, he bore our sins. But now, before we go on to our final point, I want us to just again want to mention to you about our free Bible study course. want to um, offer that to you. It's free of charge. We'd love to mail that out to you. Um, and if you if you will, just get in touch with us. Let us know that you'd like to receive this Bible study course to take your Bible study to the next level, to go over perhaps some things that are, um, if you've been a Bible student for any number of years, some things that have perhaps you've, you've heard before, um, but hopefully will be a good reminder for you. But if you've not studied the Bible before or you're kind of new to Bible study, then it would be um, a good place to get started to build a solid spiritual foundation um, please call or text us at 740-527-3403, or you can email preacher at thewestendchurch.org. Or you can go online and visit www.thewestendchurch.org forward slash Bible study. Once again, as we think about the fact that Jesus bore your sins, he bore my sins, Here's the question we ultimately have to come to. What will you do with the new opportunity for life? Right, when we really recognize these powerful truths that we've been looking at, now what do we do with it? You know, maybe we need to just ask ourselves, why did Jesus die? You know, what what are some things that Milton that comes to your mind? Why did Jesus sacrifice himself for us? Well, I think he understood what we didn't, that um, that there's nothing we could possibly do to correct the situation that we were in as the result of sin. And uh, for most of us, before we even know what sin is, we've already committed the sin. You know, at some point during childhood or our young, our younger years, when we're early teenagers, maybe we make mistakes, make wrong decisions, do things that 
then constitute sin in our lives, and we may not even have been taught what those things are. Mm -hmm. uh, and by the time we learn, it's already too late. We've already done things that make us worthy of the death that uh, that sin brings upon us as human beings. And so Jesus came to seek and to save the that uh, which is lost. Um, and again, we have to make that personal. It's not just everybody in the world or everybody who's ever lived. Right? It's, it's me. He came to bear my sins. You know, again, I think sometimes we can really, yes, he died for the whole world and for everybody's sins. But if we just focus on that, maybe it's, well, if you divide this out enough times, you know, oh, he just went through a little bit of this for me or something like that. No, I, yeah. you know, I think we've got to make God's love more personal than that. I think we've got to realize, and the conclusion I reach from what I study in Scripture is, if I was the only person to ever sin, he loved me enough to come and go through all this for me. And I think I think that's the implication we have to reach from Scripture. Um, but then when we think about, all right, why, it doesn't just stop at because he wanted us to be saved and go to heaven. Right? He, he, wants, he, he did this so that we would then live eagerly in his service. He calls us to live to glorify him. We want to go to Titus chapter 2. And read in verse 14, after it talks about the grace of God um, had appeared, and it brings salvation for all people, and that grace of God teaches us how, it teaches us to deny things that go against God's law, and to live in the way that's right and that's, that's pleasing to God. And then it, it tells us um, what Jesus was trying to accomplish in dying for us and bearing our sins there in Titus chapter 2. And we want to look there in verse 14. And Milton, if you want to read that for us. Well, the, the text there, Eric, says, "...who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works." And, you know, when I think about that, the idea of lawless deeds... Um, there's probably a lot of people in the world who don't think they've ever done anything really that bad, who, who don't understand what sin is well enough to, to realize that things that we might think are relatively insignificant because everybody does it, because it's so common. I just told a little lie about something. I didn't want to hurt their feelings. Well, the reason why we do things really doesn't matter. It's the fact that we do those things. And God has said that all have sinned and fallen short of his glory, and all have. And so even though we may not think that we've ever done anything deserving of the kind of punishment that we've talked about this evening, mm -hmm. it is still there awaiting us because we've all sinned and something has to be done to correct that, to take it away, take the consequences away yeah. from us. Yeah, and, and again, only Jesus' uh, sacrifice could accomplish that. And again, he did it so that he would then have for himself a, a people for his own possession who would be zealous to do good works, right? So that's how we need to use our opportunity uh, for this new spiritual life. You know, I, I think about Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, where, you know, Paul realized, you know, he, he looked at himself and, 
and saw himself as the worst of all sinners. Um, you know, he wasn't worthy to be an apostle, he talks about there in verse 9, because he persecuted the church of God, and then he gets into verses 10, um, verse 10 there, and he says, But by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. I love the phrase there, that his grace toward me was not in vain. That's how we need to view our new opportunity for life. That God has given us this great gift because Jesus bore my sins. I'm not going to let that gift go to waste. I'm going to do everything I can in serving him. Not because I can earn my salvation by doing that, but because he calls me to live a life of devotion and honor to him. And I think as Christians we realize the debt that we owe that cannot be paid and that it's pointless for us to try to to earn our salvation or to do uh, things with the with the thought in mind that we're somehow paying back but we realize that like you from your illustration in the beginning what the judge has done for us that what we owe is beyond what could ever be paid but i think we feel that that need in our lives to do what we can to try to be the people that God wants us to be and and be an example, a help and encouragement as best we can to others who are trying to live. Because we we still struggle with it. It's not that we become perfect as a result of um, being saved and obeying the gospel, but but we need encouragement Mm -hmm. as we do struggle and try to live faithfully and and be the kind of people that god would have us to be yeah and we want other people to know about the great sacrifice that jesus has made for us as well so as we bring this episode to a close let's really just one once again realize that jesus has died for you he bore your sins in in his body on that cross so that you can be right with god and you can have eternal life in heaven. Don't let that gift be wasted. Don't don't let it fall by the wayside. Because you're going to stand before this one who bore your sins. But if you don't come to him in obedience, you don't live how in the way that he wants you to live and live live as a as a living sacrifice to honor and glorify him, then we're going to be eternally separated from him in our sins. Again, we thank you for taking the time to join us in this episode of of Bible Talk. Again, if you are in Newark or the Licking County area, you can travel and visit with us. We invite you to come and join us. We assemble at 987 West Main Street in Newark, Ohio. Um, Again, Sunday mornings, particularly there for Bible study at 945 and then morning worship at 1030. And any other time we assemble, you're welcome to come and be with us. Uh, once again, if you're interested in that free Bible study course, we would really just encourage you to um, to contact us so that we might mail that out to you and get you started or restarted in, in your Bible study or just want something else to study beyond what you've already been studying. Again, call or text us at 740-527-3403. Email us at preacher at thewestendchurch.org or visit us online at www.thewestendchurch.org forward slash Bible study. 
Once again, we thank you for taking the time to join us and study along with us today. We invite you to join us next time on Bible Talk.